folks, you can get the full episode of the Doctor Who episode over at patreon.com slash report this post. We have uh, over an hour and a half total episode ready for you. Uh, you get to hear some MGTOW stuff. You get to hear the This Ain't It Chief. You get a preview of next week's episode. Uh, all that good stuff. Voicemails. Uh, you get to hear us plug our store, uh, which I can do right now as well. Report this post at storyv.com. But imagine if you heard that a couple more times. If you went to patreon.com slash report this post. Uh, full episodes every week. Uh, none of this 30-minute bullshit uh, you get bonus episodes on top of that every week. It's really, you're just, you'd have to be an absolute buffoon not to sign up at this point. Really, what, what are you waiting for, huh? What's your problem? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 129 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Alan Z. And we're your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by a listener who goes by the beer nerd... <laughs> A.K.A. David is Doctor Who, a television show that's been around for uh, more than I've been alive, which is saying something. Since 1963. That's nice. 851 episodes of (laughs) Doctor Who. Goddamn. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about Doctor Who. In fact, I would say that would be the main point of the episode. (laughs) Uh, but before we do that, I believe uh, we have some exciting news uh, from David that you would like to share. That's right. So David bought this episode over on the store at reportthispost.storeenvy.com as a gift for his lovely bride-to-be, Fabby. And I reached out to David to see if he wanted to put in a special message for it, this episode. And he sent back this beautiful, beautiful sentiment that he had. I feel truly blessed to have this episode come out on the same day as our wedding so we can celebrate our special day with some truly terrible posts. Yeah. So, <laughs> good. Truly landmark day. Good. God. Uh, not planned. Nope. <laughs> well, the wedding was planned. The episode well, yeah. was not planned to come out the same day as his, as his wedding, which is just incredible timing. Uh, Serendipitous. says something about uh, the marriage. And how that'll last, certainly. <laughs> David, we love you. <laughs> what Mazel a great Tov. gift it is. Yeah, Mazel Tov. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, Mazel Tov to you and yours and uh, your whole family and uh, Fabby's family and uh, to any other Doctor Who fans. Uh, a good percentage of them are probably having Doctor Who-themed weddings, I would guess, based on the <laughs> unbelievable amount of... Uh, nerds I found when researching this topic. Doctor Who is a show I know nothing about. Never got into it. Never watched a... One, I've never seen a goddamn screen 
grab from the goddamn show. No, nothing about it. You wouldn't know if you did. Some of it looks like PS2 graphics, so that's okay. Uh, I guess it is possible that it's just been on and I didn't even know. Uh, it just seems incredibly... Well, first of all, it's always, it's always on like uh, PBS when I was growing up or something. Uh-huh. And uh, Red Flag right away. <laughs> I'm like, not watching that queer shit. <laughs> like... If I was watching PBS, it's, there's got to be like uh, you know lions on in the Serengeti or something. Not not uh, fiction. <laughs> not, not pasty white people in space. Get it out of here. Get it. Yeah. yeah, it's always it's that or it's uh, some other just stuffy English people with the, their washed out graphics on the screen. Sal- yeah. What? Yeah. What is with what is with <laughs> British know. TV? Why does it look like it? Why does it look like it that? It just why? looks depressing. <laughs> Why is it filmed in like true motion? Don't like that. What yeah, the fuck? it looks like shit. Uh, I'm sure Doctor Who was great to uh, David and Fabby, of course, uh, and to all the other great, great fans who were undoubtedly uh, patrons of the show, uh, where they signed up at uh, Patreon.com/slash/report this post. You will get this entire episode uh, over there, not just this, uh, the first ten posts that we're going to be reading. Uh, we also have a we ha- we put a new shirt up on the store at uh, report this post at storeenvy.com. It's a uh, says a deleted user on it. Very good, very fun. Uh, but even even bigger news, even bigger than the wedding of the beer nerd <laughs> is uh, on uh, March fifteenth. That's a uh, Monday at nine p.m. Eastern. We are doing a live show uh, via Zoom. I I presume. Uh, yeah, that's you're right. The, you're the producer of it. <laughs> I was like, what am I using? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but that'll be for patrons only. So that's going to be a, another good reason to sign up at patreon.com slash report this post. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to hop on there. We're going to have uh, listeners hop aboard. And what we're going to do is we're going to read some bad posts. And then we're going to invite some of our wonderful patrons to read some bad posts as well. So this is a chance to be... Uh, some sort of celebrity, mm. or or something. And I'm yeah. gonna need you all to behave on there, please. So, for the love of God, I don't want to have to do editing. Don't tarnish my IP address with your shenanigans. <laughs> so. Do not, please, do not damage the brand of report this post. Really, <laughs> one of the most precious precious IPs I own. It's all I have left. Uh. Well, we have about. Uh, 25 to 30 posts left of uh, Doctor Who to read for this episode. So yes, uh, why don't we go and get started? Great. So big news shook up the fandom uh, two years ago. They t- turned our favorite uh, doctor into a lady. Uh-oh. Whoops. So someone asked R. Gallifrey, which is a Doctor Who subreddit and also the planet that the doctor is from, How are we feeling now about the Doctor's brand new gender? Mm. Adams Harve commented, If the actor can pull the role off, they could be a golden retriever for all I care. (laughs) Similarly, if they couldn't find another white male to fill the role ever again, I'd be fine with that. Mm. A gentleman named Jason Youngblood replied, Blatantly bigoted statements like that are astounding and shocking. You can't argue for equality and then exclude a group based on their skin color. Whomever is right for the role should be cast, no matter gender or skin color. 
your bigotry is against the values of the show. Mm. So, was it was it the golden retriever thing? <laughs> is the show very pro golden retriever? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it was the uh, the white man comment that uh, upset this other white man, uh, who, due to the the spelling of the word color, I believe mm-hmm. is of uh, <laughs> UK uh, right. descent. So that makes sense. He probably has some strong feelings about his uh, Caucasianess. It's probably two white guys saying this to each other. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. It's an odd thing to say, like, "Hey, look, I don't care who does the role," but also we don't need any more white guys. So I guess you you kind of do care. You care a I mean, little been, bit. There's one thing you care about: sixty years of white guys. Um, yeah, but and the show's but, been great. Uh, I would assume that's why these fans love it. So. To me, it's like, guys, you don't want to. Let's not mess with a good thing here. It should, there should be law stating it has to be a white guy. Would be my my take on <laughs> it. Contractually obligated mm-hmm. to be a white guy. No, so yeah. but they did change it up a little bit. Made it a, a white lady. White lady. <laughs> yeah. Who dresses it's- like a guy? So hey, you know what? Whatever. Have, have fun oh, with yeah? the BBC. Oh, oh, some sort of, oh, maybe so there's some sort of gender queer thing or something. Well. We'll hear more about that later. So, yeah, two years ago when that whole thing happened, there was some uh, hubbub and some scuffle about it. Uh, a gentleman went to R out of the loop on Reddit to ask this. What's up with Doctor Who having a high critic score but a low audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. It has a 96% rating but only a 45% audience score. Is it because of the doctor being a woman? Is it similar mm. to the controversy of The Last Jedi? Oh, no. <laughs> and a user shot from guns said, The Doctor Who, quote, audience rating is the result of whiny white boys gaming the voting system, as is actually a perennial and chronic problem on sites like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, where users overwhelmingly skew white and male. This is demonstrable by the fact that the show is earning its highest viewing number since the Tenet years. Whilst the ratings have only been announced for four episodes so far, not a single episode of Jodie Whittaker's first season has fallen below 8 million viewers. The average rating so far has been 9.15 million. This got downvoted a lot. Uh, So she added this edit. (laughs) LMAO, sorry to chap your asses with cold hard numbers, you whiny white boys. Mm. Mm -hmm. Looked her up, and uh, yep, she's a white woman. This big stamp comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> white women. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's incredible how how many white women don't realize that they're uh, they're kind of the the one B to white men's one A of people that <laughs> the hierarchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 folks that people don't like. It's, this is, it's so oblivious the, to that. So this post is uh, this is all that white on white crime I've heard so much about. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, posts like this. Uh, <laughs> People, people, people telling other people they're being too white and or yeah. not white enough. Uh, yeah, it's been a good good start, which is perfect for a show that is essentially made for just the whitest motherfuckers <laughs> in the history of the planet. Well, well yeah, that's not untrue. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, speaking of ladies... 
user I like watching TV, perfect, perfect name, <laughs> posted in our Doctor Who. Is it ever discussed if a female Time Lord slash lady is pregnant and regenerates into a male, what happens to the unborn baby? Uh, I I don't think it's ever been discussed since the concept of transgendered regenerations had only recently been seen. Another question might be answerable. What happens to the unborn baby if it's woman-to-woman regeneration? Would it stay? Would it be the same genes the first time, lady? Dr. Vesivius replied, There's not so much evidence that Time Lords get pregnant. We know that Time Lords have penises, or penis-like structures, and testes. From this, we can deduce that they probably have vaginas, too. This would in turn suggest pregnancy, although they could lay eggs or something just as easily. Additionally, we do not know that Time Lords are not hermaphroditic. It's possible that the Doctor has always had a womb, and his occasional possession of a penis doesn't necessarily change that. We also know that Time Lords have belly buttons, which suggests pregnancy. Ah. And a now-deleted user responded, It'd be silly silly to cover up every Doctor's belly button. (laughs) Okay. Uh, is, so Doctor, There's a lot to unpack here. So is Doctor Who like an alien or something? Yes, he is a, okay. a, a, a he is a time lord, which is a alien race that can regenerate into a new body. Uh, <laughs> which actually, you the know, backstory uh, on that is that the first guy that played Doctor Who uh, fucking died, and they still wanted to make the show, so they're just like, oh, uh, he regenerated, and it's mm. a completely different guy. <laughs> That's a and good, then they just kept doing that's it. That's a good plan. <laughs> that's uh, that's like what they did with the vacation movies with the kids. They just sort of, yeah, they yeah just they're recast. just different now. Uh, you know what? I was I just realized it would have been fun if I like uh gave what my thought of what Doctor Who is based on because <laughs> even after reading clues. these posts, I still am perplexed. Uh, yeah, but I feel it's like a, it's growing perplexing. up, I always thought it was like. Based on any media that I've seen, it was a guy discovers uh, that the uh, TARDIS and then goes back in time, uh, and that's the show. You're not okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> that's the thing. I think okay, it was. I thought it was some sort like... of mixture between Bill and Ted and like sliders that, or something okay, like all right. that. You're actually on to something okay. with you. Like that at at its baseline, you are 100 percent correct. Okay. <laughs> So like a lot of shows seem to be like this is what I'm getting at here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they're aliens as well for some reason. Yeah. And it's yep. been it's been uh it's canon that they have at least penis like structures. How that's how? Mm, not sure. <laughs> not sure. Must have missed that episode, yeah, but yeah. PBS yeah. After Dark. What with those apps, huh? <laughs> well, I found a blog called Aaliyah's Diamonds, and found this post on there from November of 2013. The 11th Doctor Geronimo and why whites suddenly like pacifism. Okay. I can't quite put my finger on why the 11th Doctor using Geronimo as his catchphrase rubs me the wrong way. Maybe it has something to do with him being white, British, and not Apache. It has to do with the whole white appropriating and co-opting of non-white culture and bodies, including names, language, and representation for fun and entertainment. Let's not even talk about how they think they're doing the first peoples a favor and an honor by naming stuff they stole, 
colonized, used for destruction and war, sports teams, and commodify after them. Hella racist. I'm not okay with special white Time Lord fairies from Gallifrey yelling, Geronimo! Every time he thinks he's about to do something stupid or, or something the producers think is supposed to amuse me. Him yelling Geronimo is like yelling Redskins with white appropriation just slapped together. <laughs> as intelligent as the show may seem or try to present itself, the Doctor Who universe is yet another place where whites can pretend that the long history of injustices and crimes against humanity they have committed against non-whites don't exist. With lots of interracial couples and timey-wimey science, and starting with the fact that the main protagonist is white and uses pacifism to ignore the root of conflicts, or uses his power to manipulate everything around him when he can't see himself as everyone's hero in the end, or just because he can. A very white supremacist tactic. Oh, man, that's a bold... Okay. Yeah. White supremacist show Doctor Who. <laughs> Classic. Hmm. Probably one of the most SJW shows uh, yeah. in existence, in all honesty. Yeah, we're going to hear a, po- a couple posts later where, uh, from white supremacists who disagree entirely <laughs> that the show is for white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> now i i know about the geronimo thing i did watch this series that it came from and in, according to the canon of the show uh the reason the 11th doctor chose geronimo as his catchphrase was because it sounded cool mm-hmm. was the entire reason behind it there was there's there was no <laughs> no further explanation or deviation from that so i was probably thinking Thirty when I found out that Geronimo was not was just a guy. something that just kids say when they're running. You, you yell when you jump off of something. That's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I'm gonna guess almost everyone watching didn't know either or cared, or even the people that did know didn't care. And uh, <laughs> all those Apaches that were watching it were like, "What the." <laughs> What in the... Huh? Just all gather around the TV at the at the casino. In the TP. <laughs> oh. Which one's least offensive? Real toss-up. <laughs> Flip a wooden nickel. Why don't you about it, huh? Hmm. Uh, wooden nickel. Okay. Is that... Does that work? I, doesn't it have an Indian on it? I don't know. Okay. Oh no, that's a that's a cigar store that's a Indian made of wood. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it like a buffalo nickel? That's Native American esque, right? Uh, Great. When we do the uh, the engines episode, we'll... oh my god, we do the voice the whole the, the, the <laughs> oh Looney Tunes voice. Yeah, buffalo nickel uh, or Indian head nickel. Hey, it's so it's got a buffalo and an Indian head on it. We were both right. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. Uh, I report this post first. We were both correct. Yes, sir. Oh, excellent. Well, so, to that point, uh, one of the other quirky things that the 11th Doctor liked to do was wear a fez. <laughs> stating simply, so fezes are cool, whenever questioned about it. Well, that didn't sit right with Live Journal author Zara Weitza, who posted... Why Fezzes Are Cool isn't, or a brief note on the Doctor Who Series 5 finale. Can I just say that the Fez thing makes me cringe? There's a larger problem in which the people from 
Western cultures like mine fetishize and remove Eastern clothing from its cultural context to a colonizing one. Harem pants, kimonos, bindis, etc. It's a well-known part of the larger set of cultural colonization practices we call Orientalism. Mm. So, when the Doctor temporarily starts wearing a fez in the finale, it has all this history behind it. The show deliberately underlines the problem by having the Doctor take the fez from a natural history exhibit. And it's played for laughs. Look at the doctor wearing a fez, which is such a silly article of clothing that we can only laugh at him. Isn't he so endearingly eccentric? You know, I love a funny hat joke as next as much as the next woman, but there are entire cultures in which wearing <laughs> such a hat is normal and has other associations. Cultures, as it happens, which are always treated with respect for their complexity in our current popular culture. Mm-hmm. Double wins. Mm. I do love sitting around with the boys just making good funny hat jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a type of joke? <laughs> Look, I, we all... I'm not some prude here. I love a good... I don't know. That I made hat a pretty is good, funny joke. I made a pretty good rice paddy hat joke earlier, but those mm. that is a very funny mm. piece of clothing. Uh, I would guess uh, this lady would feel differently than that being <laughs> a funny joke. Uh, knowing no other context besides that, yeah. Yeah, she would want me dead. Yep, you're right. So this 11th Doctor did all sorts of problematic things, huh? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Said a word, wore a hat. Fuck. Said a word, wore uh, was white, male. Yeah. That's those Get are all those TV. are all violent from what I've read online. <laughs> a boo the monkey from <laughs> from Aladdin, you're cancelled. You can't be wearing that hat anymore. Did you say to boo the monkey? No, that's No gross. Abu oh, okay. A gentleman shared this experience with uh, <laughs> with dating app OkCupid, where he commented that on his uh, his profile that he liked Doctor Who and Stephen Moffat wrote his favorite episodes. And a woman sent mm-hmm. him this message: "Problems with Stephen Moffat and therefore you. One rampant sexism. Women are only used as plot devices. Their entire lives and backstories are dependent on the Doctor." They're not characters in their own right, just things designed to kill or save the Doctor. He is incapable of writing a normal woman. They are all, quote, impossible, breaking the laws of time travel in the universe, existing only as puzzles for the Doctor to solve. Two, bad writing, plot holes, sloppy everything. Everything is hand-waved away with a timey-wimey and a wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> that's, that's from the show, too. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I never watched it. Three, Disrespect for the history of the show and of the fandom. He completely disregards established canon to do whatever he wants. He has said that there is no canon. And then uh, she added a too long, didn't read. Moffat is a dumb, misogynist scumbag, and if you think he's a genius, you're either blissfully naive or a dickbag. And the gentleman responded with, LMAO. (laughs) 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 Which is... Perfect. And you know what? He's right. <laughs> Who care? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Imagine match like wasting your time on a, a dating app to type all that out, <laughs> and then to put and to put a TLDR on it. <laughs> just think of like so this woman either has just like wild autism or was just like so pissed off about it that because like that why would you like. 
match with someone and then <laughs> just to Un- be upset at them. Lady, I'm trying to dip my wick here, and you're really giving me some bad vibes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what? No one's going to take from that. Like, I guess I'll change my my opinion. <laughs> like, yes, this woman with a uh, this woman with giant eyeglasses with no lenses in them that wrote this uh, <sighs> this paragraph and a half. Yeah. Uh, she's really changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Truly awful. But we both like cats, so maybe it'll work out. Who mm-hmm. knows? And we wish them the best of luck. They're married now. <laughs> they have thousands right. of kids. And they're all named after the doctor. They're mm-hmm. all doctor. Yeah, so speaking of uh, canon and whatnot, there's a lot of retconning. In Doctor Who, uh-huh. that can get a little bit confusing as far as the whole what is considered canon or not goes. Mm-hmm. So to that point, at he they Harkness tweeted, people can consider whichever formats they like in the overall Doctor Who universe slash extended universe to be canon, and trying to force people to consider everything to be canon is ableist mm-hmm. and also nigh on impossible because there's so much <laughs> contradicting going on. Peace sign emoji, smiling emoji. <sighs> I love that shit. It is ableist for you to try to make me think that something exists within the same <laughs> universe. I mean, it's stupid to think it's all canon, probably, because it's, it's a show that's been on for seven centuries. It's been on longer than, way longer than the idea of canon even being a thing. Like, back in the day, they would just, TV shows would just... Well, we did that one, and uh, don't care what the Never hell we talked about, about with that. <laughs> Much like this podcast. Well, that yeah. one's done. Yeah, Never have to think I'm about sh- it ever again. Yeah, We've been told we've repeated posts before. We had no idea. Um, don't care. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, just like the lady in the, the dating thing, uh, the idea of disregarding canon and actually... <laughs> Like, disrespecting the fandom because of that is very funny to me. I've talked about it a lot. I think canon is some really dumb shit. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. And yeah. uh, But especially with anything that's so... When there's so many people involved, it's over so many years. And uh, I'm guessing these different doctors are also different characters, too? No, it's the same character. Okay. It's the same soul inhabiting a different body. Okay. For but it's also it's a, a quirky sci-fi show, right? Yeah, you yeah, it's not to be taken seriously. Yeah. So yeah. like canon stuff can be Seems like you can have fun with it. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want it to be. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, ableism, <laughs> here's, an, here's an article from the Daily Mail. Doctor Who has come under fire after a scene featuring hair being pulled out sparked complaints from sufferers of a rare disorder that has been branded insensitive following a scene which left sufferers of trichotillomania upset and uncomfortable. Trichotillomania is an uncommon way of harming where the inflictor pulls their hair out. Around 36 minutes in, the doctor appears to begin to pull his hair out before then pulling out the hair of his co-star. Quickly after the short scene finished, sufferers of trichotillomania and Doctor Who fans took to social media to slam the BBC for showing the scene, which could be seen as a trigger for some people. 
popular video blogger Becky O, who has over 185,000 subscribers on YouTube and suffers from the condition, quickly vented her anger online. She said, I sat down to watch Doctor Who to enjoy myself. I didn't expect it to include triggering content. I just wasn't prepared. When I know something is coming, I can turn off or close my eyes, but it is pretty hard when you are suddenly met with it unexpectedly. I am aware that the BBC did not specifically include that scene to cause harm. For all I know, they might not even know trichotillomania exists. I know it wasn't a malicious act towards trickers. Also, I appreciate that there are just some times where you can't research everything. And a BBC spokeswoman said, We will not be commenting on this. (laughs) (laughs) Which, a lot of respect for that. (laughs) Absolutely perfect. (laughs) It's just like... This, nope, don't even, care. Just don't not, care. Not even touch. Not even going to say gonna sorry. Just, no. Nah, just, we got nothing. <laughs> Can't, cannot do it. Uh, cannot bring myself to care about it. Uh, this is like saying, <laughs> this that. is like saying like, uh, Cookie Monster causes my uh, Pika to flare up whenever he's on screen, and I feel the urge to like eat everything around me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like <laughs> I'm sure there you could find that take somewhere online. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, to be upset about a one scene out of a 800 episode show, mm. and it, and it probably you know what probably ruined it for those people. Oh yeah, for, the, for it yeah. And when they try Which to explain good. why to, to other people, they just don't get it. Uh, pulling the hair out is like, uh, that's kind of like a common, maybe not common, but it's not a irregular trope. That's sort of. Sure. Guessing someone was uh, feeling anxious or whatever. That's probably why a lot of people do it in the first place. So. It's, uh, it's a, a nervous habit. For some people, and, boy, the BBC saying that it's it's that's so good. That is so. It's that like is really good. when the whole uh, Woody Allen thing recently, and that people mm-hmm. were petitioning HBO to stop showing their, their his film, and their response was like, "You you can just not watch it. Other people can watch it if they." I want. mean that they, I you know <laughs> to a certain extent, I think more more things need to be like when the cancel culture stuff reaches a certain uh, point, like. That is good. Just to be like, yeah, literally not my problem. <laughs> like these people are acting like Woody Allen films are being beamed across every device in their house, twenty four hours a day. It is, like, I mean, ah! it really it's what it's always should have been. It's like you could pl- just don't watch. It. Great, especially yeah. I mean, it's one thing. I guess if it's, uh, I guess if it's back in the day with you know four channels or whatever, a little. But with HBO Max or whatever, you have to go search it out. You have to subscribe to it. I had to type his name in to find this, yeah. which was very triggering to me. Okay, okay cool. Just don't watch it. Uh, congrats. You, fig- you figured out the solution. <laughs> I'm going to give you the tools on how to improve your life. If you choose them, that's up to you. Great. Perfect. User Seashall posted the new Daleks suck in our Doctor Who. Daleks are some of the long-running bad guys on Doctor Who. They look like little trash cans running around that shoot laser beams. Okay. Dalek. Really, the new author has gone too far. Changing the TARDIS? Okay. The screwdriver? Why not? The beginning sequence? The costume? The assistant? The attitude? Okay. But the Dalek? And for what? To make them colored? Really? Why did the author change such a winning formula? The Daleks were perfect already. 
And Scriffy replied, you say, quote-unquote, new author like it's just one guy sitting in a room writing all 13 episodes this season, season, making all the artistic choices and controlling all aspects of the new series of Doctor Who. It's not. The changes are a product of a completely revamped production staff that wanted to make the show their own. The Daleks used to be colored. They were changed many, many, many times before the course, over the course of the past 40 years. Get used to it. And if you don't like the new Dalek designs, just don't watch the show. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. Watch reruns and be happy. To which the OP responded, a fag is not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> which, gotta admit. That should be everyone's response to HBO. Pretty good, <laughs> pretty like, good burn. You're going to tell me what to do, HBO? <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Uh yeah, I've 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 definitely seen these Dalek things before. I don't know from where, but I feel like I've seen Well, they just been it's it's pop it's popular culture. No, it's I, just I feel like, like I've seen scenes of them before, so probably they just they literally just like roll around and just I don't even know what the heads on them move. They just kind of bop around, you know, R2D2 around, so. Mm. But they 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 predate R2D2. A little bit, yeah, they do. Interesting. Hmm. George Lucas, looking at you, buddy. Looking at you. Enjoying that look. Watching that R2-D2-shaped guy rolling around. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. Star Wars Doctor Who crossover, folks. It's it's got to be out there. Well, I found a thread started by user Rainbow Shy called Any Doctor Who Fans over on adisc.org, the website for adult babies and diaper lovers. Please tell me there are some Doctor Who fans out there. I'm literally obsessed with this show right now. My favorite is the 10th Doctor because he's really hot. Giggles. Anyway, <laughs> I started getting into it, and now I can't stop watching it either. So I need someone who can discuss with right now. Okay. User Bartolome said, I have the best Doctor Who story. I started watching it because one of my clients, a very at-risk young man, was a fan of it and gave us something to talk about so that I could build trust between us. I ended up preventing that kid from being placed in a foster home or in juvie by the courts. So when I think of Doctor Who, I think of him. Okay. Pretty nice. Yeah, pretty touching. Uh, Until I went to... Bartolome's profile, and discovered that he's actually written a lot of fan fiction about a teenage boy named Sean who was put into a foster home and turned into a diaper lover. <laughs> Which... Oh, no! ...is uh, un- unfortunate. <laughs> oh, brother. Now, where's the line between fiction and nonfiction? Uh, Blur on that one, if one wonders. I'm going to guess uh, the, the, the sessions viewing Doctor Who with Bartholomew and this young man were involved a little bit more than just the old doctor. A different kind of sonic screwdriver, you're saying, mm-hmm. huh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the pediatrician doctor got involved. Inspecting the diaper area. Oh, brother. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> God, and Not just good. writing fan fiction and sharing it on, on that website. Mm. Not unusual, though. Not 
Matter in fact, it's encouraged. <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs>